I have by me عندي جزاء إذا قبضت صفيه. I have a reward for him when I take away his beloved. Sophia is somebody who is your beloved. Allah Taala says, when I take away your beloved, I have a reward for you. Look how merciful Allah Taala is that He says, when I take away somebody of yours who you love, I will reward you for that. How? إذا قبضت صفيه من أهل الدنيا. From the people of the dunya, whoever I take away from your beloved, then محتسبه. And then this person makes sabr. He makes sabr. He makes sabr upon the loss. Allah Taala says that what, what what is reward? Illal Jannah, except Jannah. Nothing else besides Jannah. That when somebody from our relatives, our family, whether it be our parents, our child, our grandparents, um, anybody who is close to us, when we experience a loss of theirs, then we make sabr. And what does sabr mean? Now, sabr means that I don't complain about the will of Allah Ta'ala. I accept that this is the decree of Allah Ta'ala. Now, we look in the, the, in the hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where once um, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam passed by a woman who was in the Qabristan, and this woman was grieving uh, at the loss of her her, her relative. So the hadith says that Nabi Sallallahu passed by a woman. She was crying. She was crying, crying by a grave. So Nabi Sallallahu said, Fear Allah and make sabr. So she said, Back to you. You don't know what you... You don't know what I'm going through. You never experience what I'm experiencing. Who is she talking to? She's talking to Nabi Sallallahu She doesn't know that she's talking to Nabi Sallallahu and the hadith, the narrator said, وَلَمْ تَعْرِفُ She didn't know who she was speaking to. So somebody told her, إِنَّهُ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ This is Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam you're talking to. So she came to the door of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And she says, I didn't find any uh, any um, bodyguards, any like you find by the, the, the doors of the king. I didn't find anybody guarding the door of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So she said, um, I, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't know. I don't understand what you're saying. So Nabi said that sabr is at the first time when you experience the loss. So what does this mean? What does this hadith mean? It means that the first, when a person hears about a loss of a beloved one, at that time, that emotions that are running through this person the, of, of the loss of the beloved. Nobody can, nobody can relate to it besides that person. Everybody's loss is different. Some people um, are not moved by a loss of somebody. Some people are moved, they, they grieve, but they don't, they, they don't grieve too much. Some people, they, they, take, a, uh, they take a longer time to, uh, to overcome the loss of the beloved. So Nabi Sassam meant in this hadith that at, when you experience that loss at the first time, that suffer you're making then, that is, that is the suffer. That is the suffer. And every time you're going to remember the loss of that beloved one, that grief is now reoccurring. You are bringing up that grief. That you, you are reminded about something of that person, and you are grieving again. So every time you grieve, you remember about the, the incident, then you say, Inna lillahi wa inna rajun. And then you get the same reward of that time when you grieve the first time. 
So you get the same reward of the first grief, the first time you made sabr. Now, let us understand what is sabr. So, um, there's a hadith narrated um, by a sahabi, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, Rajawan. He says that uh, uh, he, uh, there, was one, there was one sahabi who uh, passed away, and uh, Nabi Sallallahu commented at this, uh, at this time, uh, what he said, Allah tasma'una anna Allah yu'adzibu bidam'il ayn. So some of the people were crying. Um, Nabi Sallallahu cried at the loss of this person. And um, when Nabi Sallallahu started crying, the people also started crying. And when they saw Nabi Sallallahu crying, it affected them so much that they started crying. So Nabi Sallallahu said, Allah tasma'una anna Allah la yu'adzibu bidam'il ayn. Allah Ta'ala doesn't punish because of your crying. Because of your crying for the loss of your beloved, Allah Ta'ala doesn't punish. Wala bi huzni the heart grieves. Allah Ta'ala doesn't punish because of the heart grieving. It is a natural thing that a person um, grieves, a person cries. You can't contain it. Now people say, no, you must stay strong. No, you must be strong and uh, you must overcome it. No, you must cry. You, got, you have the right to cry. But there's a limitation to the crying. So Allah Ta'ala said, وَلَكِنْ يُعَذِّبُ بِهَذَا And the pointed, وَأَشَارَ إِلَىٰ لِسَانِ pointed to his tongue. Oh, Yarham. Allah Ta'ala punishes because of the tongue, or Allah Ta'ala has mercy because of the tongue. And the mayit gets azab punished because of the crying of his family over him. Now, what does this mean? So we look at the, the, what, what did Nabi Sassam say? That Nabi Sassam is saying in this hadith that if you're crying, it's a natural thing that you will cry. You're grieving the loss of somebody. But don't utter things of kufr. Don't utter things of kufr. For example, people say that, um, why, why my father? Why my brother? Why my child? Did Allah tell us, have anybody else to take? The other people who are more sick, uh, they, they are more uh, sick and longer, uh, for a longer time than my father, than my brother, than my child. Why did Allah tell us take away my, my relative? Uh, it was too soon, it was too early. No, we must never talk things like this here. We must make sabr. What does sabr mean? We must control our tongue. We, we express our emotions with, with, our, with our tears. We cry. And we read, Inna lillahi wa inna raji'un. And we hand our affairs over to Allah Ta'ala. And we think that Allah will reward me for this year. For this sabr I'm making, Allah, only Allah will reward me. So we must never utter things that will lead us to kufr. In this emotion, Allah Ta'ala has so much of mercy upon us that Allah Ta'ala says in, uh, Nabi Salaam says in one hadith, the hadith I uh, just recited just now, that uh, I'm going to reward this person for the loss, I'm going to reward him with Jannah. For Jannah. So if we make sabr and we just keep our tongues closed and we just uh, accept the loss, we accept it. You know, what, looking at the, the things that are going around, on around us in the dunya today, Sometimes you feel like, you know, it's better to be in a cover. It's better to be in a cover. So much of, of trials and tribulations in this dunya, we, can, we, are, we are imposed upon um, with restrictions, uh, with regard to our salah, with regard to our deen, places like Australia, uh, New Zealand. We can't practice deen freely. So there are so many impositions upon us that we cannot practice deen freely. Those people who pass on, they are so lucky. They are going to meet their Allah. They are going to meet their Allah. They are in a better place than what we are in. 
So comes in a hurry and before Qiyamah time will come that the person above the ground will wish that he was under the ground. Why? Because there's so much of fitna around him that he wished that he was, uh, he, he passed away. But obviously it's not permissible to make a dua that you wish for death. Nabi Sallam told us this year. So one of the very important aspects I wanted to talk about today is that uh, the aspect about Taziyat. What is Taziyat? Taziyat is when a person, um, if somebody passes away in your family, then you get people coming over to come and uh, share your loss and share your grief and listen to your story and console you. So it is Taziyat. Now, in our communities, especially in South Africa, we have a very, very um, a bad, a bida, you know, bida is bad itself, but this is a very, very bad thing. What is this? That when somebody passes away, the people, the relatives, the friends who are coming over to the, to make Taziyat, they expect that you must, you must entertain them. Now, the, it's so sad. Sometimes it, you think that these people are actually happy. Are they happy or are they grieving? That this, their, their family member, a member passed away. Are they happy or are they grieving? The, the, the news of the disease has just come to them. Already, the first thing they do is not phone relatives, they phone their dead uncle. No, um, uh, uh, Baji, you're available, you know, uh, my uh, father passed away, you know, please, can you come and put up the eggs here? The first question, the first worry is the eggs. You know, people are going to come, we have to feed the people. That is a wrong notion. In the hadith, we learn that when somebody passes away, it's not that person's responsibility to feed the entire ummah. It's the ummah's responsibility to feed the family. That family is grieving. That family doesn't have time to cook a meal for you with papar and achar. <laughs> you know, I went to one, um, uh, one janaza, and after the janaza, they insisted, no, you must, you must, you must uh, eat something. And you know, the, the reward is, the custom is, every mayor, they, must, they only feed you mutton, tarkari, and bread. Uh, that is another bida. Uh, it's a bida upon a bida, mutton, tarkari, and bread. Right? Not that uh, we yearn for that, but, and then the uncle is sitting down there, and the uncle is asking you, where, where's the achar? Bye, you came for a funeral, there's no achar for you. you. You're not supposed to be eating here. You're supposed to be eating at home. You're supposed to have brought a pot of food for these people here, because these people are grieving. So that's why I say we don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, we don't understand whether the people are grieving or are they happy. As soon as the mayor leaves the house, and as soon as the the the, the men folk come back from the Qabristan, there's a party going on. People are laughing. They just they just buried their relatives, and they are merry making, and they're laughing, and they're talking. And the uncles by the Qabristan, they're talking about uh, the container that came in here, and. Um, uh, you know, I, I have to pay this payment here. You know, I'm going now for this meeting here. You don't understand that, you know, this person, I just buried this person. I saw this person going in the cover. I read the Janada Salah for this person here. Now, coming back to the point that the people who are grieving supposed to be helped. They're not there to come and cook a meal for you. And if you don't entertain the visitors, then what they talk about, uh, about, uh, about you when they leave there, ah, these people are so stingy, man. You know, they didn't offer you a plate of food. You know, you, we, we came from so far. Uh, even if they didn't come from so far, they expect the uncles will, the aunties will come there. They'll sit there on their chairs and they will wait until you give them something to eat. You know, people are like that. They actually come to the maid's house just to eat. That is very bad. 
when you come for Taziyat, the way of Taziyat is that you must come to the house, you go to the family member, and you express your grief at the loss of their of uh, relative. You explain to them, brother, you know, um, I know it's not easy upon you, you know, the loss of your of your family member, but remember that Allah Ta'ala has called him back. Allah, because Allah Ta'ala wants him. Allah Ta'ala has a reward for him in the Akhirat. You say that Allah Ta'ala um, give you plenty of your A'azam Allah Ajrak. Allah Ta'ala increase your reward for the sabr you're making. And وَغَفَرَ لِمَيِّتِكَ And Allah Ta'ala forgive the mayit. Allah Ta'ala make his maghfirat. Allah Ta'ala forgive him. That is the word of control when you must give the relatives. And you must go. You mustn't sit there and wait for, for things to come there and then you, you're enjoying and talking, people are laughing. Forget about the uh, uh, Forget about the message of Allah Ta'ala that every soul shall, shall taste of death. And Allah Ta'ala mentioned that dunya is a mata'ul gurur. It's a smoke screen, it's a deception. Why are you running after this dunya? You know, when a person, person can have millions, millions in his bank account and he can have properties and he can have everything in the world. But when he dies, he leaves everything behind. Everything. Whatever uh, uh, hadith I read the other day is that what you eat, you're going to take out. You're going to excrete it. It's going to go out. What you wear, you're going to finish it off. And what you what you spend in the path of Allah, that's going to be waiting for you on the day of Qiyamah. You're keeping it as your zakhira, as your treasure in the akhirat. And what you leave behind is not yours. What you didn't spend is not yours. What you didn't wear is not yours. What you didn't eat is not yours. You left it for your ears. That's what you left for your ears. So the message is that when there is a loss in our families, we allow to grieve, we allow to cry, but don't say things which will lead us to kufr. And we must not innovate things into the deen. We must not bring things into the deen which are not, which are not part of the deen. Because... These things are not going to bring us closer to Allah Ta'ala. It's going to take us further away from Allah Ta'ala. And what we need is to become close to Allah Ta'ala. And, you know, some people, some people are actually hired to wail and cry for, uh, at, at occasions of uh, death. I was once in a village, and um, I used to go in, uh, teach in one maktab in a village, and this, um, every time I go there, in the afternoon at a certain time, about 3 o'clock. And then while we're busy with the maktab, and we're hearing, you know, they call it ululuting, there's women screaming and the uh, whistling. And so I asked the Ustada, what is happening here outside? Every time I come here, these people are doing the same thing. When we start class, that's the time they start with their uh, things outside. So, you know, they, the, 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 the woman, the gogo of the village, she has to train all the women in the village how to mourn how you must scream, how you must wail. So this is the way of the kuffar. This is not our way. This is not the way of Islam. Uh, so the, uh, the way of Islam is that if you're grieving, you're allowed to cry. But don't utter words of kuffar. And we must understand that we're making sabr. And that sabr, in that sabr lies Jannah. In that sabr lies Jannah. So, and we must not even innovate things into the deen. If we go to a mayor's house, we mustn't sit there for too long. For five minutes, ten minutes, express your grief and... Um, make dua for the disease and then you must go away. Don't sit and wait for things. And what is the time for Tazir? Tazir is three days. If you are living in the same locality, three days is Tazir. Within three days, you must go to the person and console the family. 
After that, it's not the time for Tazir. Why? Because they, those people want to get over the grief. They try to get over it. Now you come and you are renewing the grief. Every time a person comes after a month, two months, now you're bringing it up again. No, I heard your father or your uncle passed away. You know, I'm so sorry for the loss. And, and you're bringing out this whole grief, this bag of grief again. Why are you exposing them? Why are you making them go through all this here? If a person comes from a very far place and you couldn't make it for the janata, you come maybe after a week or two and then that's understood. You know, you phone the brother, you know, uh, I, I couldn't make it. You know, I'm out of town. When I come, first thing I'm going to come and visit you. Uh, so it's understood. Okay, this person will come. But it shouldn't be that it carries on for weeks and weeks. And the people, the people, then, they, uh, you know, some people, they, they can't afford it. They can't afford to feed you every single weekend. You know, the person will come. Saturday, Sunday. Sunday is the biggest uh, entertainment occasion. And then the next Sunday again, and the next Sunday again. And then the people expect, they just come and pitch up there by your door, and they expect, you know, you must have lunch served there, supper, and you know, tea must be tea time, and you must have biscuits and cakes. And how do people afford these things? Some, oh, most people can't afford these things. So why must we impose on the families? The right way is if you go there and you take a pot of food and say, um, Appa, boy, you know, this year is for you. You know, uh, we know you can't, you can't cook at this moment here. You're grieving. And we won't understand. You know, uh, most people, what they say is that, um, I know what you're going through. You know, I also lost a father. I also lost a mother. Right? You don't know what they're going through. Your loss is not the same as their loss. Maybe your loss is not, not, not as intense for them as their loss is to them. So we must never say things like that, you know, I understand by what you're going through. No, you don't understand. Nobody understands. That person knows. And that person's ajar is lies with Allah Ta'ala. So we must be sympathetic uh, towards people and we must um, make sabr upon these occasions because death comes to everybody. But we must grieve in accordance to the Sharia, how Allah Ta'ala wants us to grieve and how we will attain our Jannah through grieving this way. I mean, I mean, I mean, we say Jazakallah Khair, Mulana, hitting it home, hitting it home 100%. You know, Mulana, I feel so happy when I hear ulama speak the truth. And, you know, these are vital, vital issues uh, that need to be spoken about and that need to be heard. Mulana, once again, we say Jazakallah Khair on point, on point. We say Jazakallah so much, Mulana. Jazakallah Khair to you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa